Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, when it comes to driving and fatalities, South Carolina almost always ends up like in the top five of whatever survey they're doing. And this is no exception, Lee. Yep. New study, South Carolina. I meant to forward this to you over the weekend. I got it. Oh, did you get it? I've already got it, yeah. You did. Okay. Um, New study named South Carolina among the most fatal states for speeding crashes. At least we weren't number one. I know. That's what I was going to say. We're not number one. So that's good. We're just number three. Out of what, 57 states? Yeah, according to Barack Obama, yeah, yes. 57 yeah. states. You know, 54, 57, something like that. Anyway, I'm just kidding. There's 50. Um, I, every time I say that, I get texts from parents. My child in the back seat said, no, it's 50. I'm like, good, your kid knows that. That's fantastic. Um, Barack Obama did not. But that's all right. We fixed it. Exactly. Um, so J- Rhode Island, number one. Number two is Hawaii. And number three is South Carolina. Um, so that did show fatal crash states, most fatal states for speeding crashes. These were from 2017 to 2021. I would maintain, I don't know. I've lived a lot of places. I have never seen such a lack of law enforcement presence in my life. Um, as here, they, they just like, I mean, you can drive for months without seeing somebody sitting there with a radar camera. And I think people just stop thinking about their speed. Yes. And I always get texts. Oh, Hey, there's this section of the highway. It's really well patrolled. Yeah, I know. Um, but I mean, in general, I just don't see it. I mean, I don't even, I see like no police enforcement. I, I really don't. I drive from Greer to, um, you know, Greenville every day and I'm, I'm just amazed by it. But um, I think that's why people speed. I think that's why people die. But whatever the reason is, plus our old roads here, this is a very deadly area for speeding. So just kind of, you know, especially if you're new to the area, no, this is one of the deadliest places to drive in the entire nation. Study after study after study after study has found that. Just be careful. I, I've had, be aware. in the past few days, I've had two instances where I've had people passing me at very high speeds. I had one, I, I come up Highway 29 to get onto 85, and it's a section where it goes from four lanes, well, two lanes in each direction down to one lane. Right at that merger area, I got passed by a Mustang and Camaro that were racing each other. And I, I literally was off on the rumble strip on the left-hand side of the road to allow them to get by because it was right at the area where it was going from two lanes to one lane. And you're supposed to merge to the left, and I was in the left lane where I was supposed to be going slightly over the speed limit, and they went flying past me. And this morning, I got passed on 85. I, I did not even see the cars coming. They were coming so fast. I was probably doing a little bit over the speed limit, shall we say, on 85 northbound this morning in the center lane, and just boom, boom. I mean, they had to have been going at least 100. Wow. Or, or 90 to 100 miles an hour. They were going significantly faster than I were going. There was two cars. Uh, once again, there was a Mustang involved. 
Sorry, yeah. sorry Ford fans, but <laughs> Mustangs have a reputation, okay? Let's just say that. Yeah, just they, just, just they Google go that. Look at the TikTok videos. Yeah, I mean, I saw the same thing. I saw someone come off, like, you know, in a, a van, come off the exit of Pe- Pelham exit, just weave in between traffic, just oh, yeah. literally going so fast and, and missing the other cars by just, like, a couple yeah. of feet. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, I'm like, how can you drive like that? You have no regard for human life. Well, that was that area that has the concrete blocks, so there's no out. You are yeah. going to ping pong like bumper cars yeah. and you're going to take me down with you so i had crashed in the back seat and i was like shh i gotta concentrate yeah. because i'm watching this car and i'm like if there's a wreck here there's no out i've got i've got to concentrate I'm like how am i going to get out when this guy who's a couple of cars ahead of me wrecks his car he yeah. didn't but it was amazing how close he got and just i mean i see it all the time i, mm-hmm. I just the most reckless driving i've ever seen i don't know what it is about the upstate but boy is this place dangerous now, i must say though i do see a lot of law enforcement out there um and but you're Anderson County. Do you come in well, from that no, direction? But, but see, I see you, it in Greenville County, too. Yeah, okay. and, and I'm just saying, but this is mostly on the way home, you know, sometime later in the day, um, not at early in the morning. I, now, there, there, occasionally, I do see some folks that are stopped um, on the interstate or, or maybe mm-hmm. on Highway 29 when, I, when I'm coming through. But, but this is very occasionally. But, the, you know, honestly, this, this law enforcement stuff is predominantly the fault and I, I would say of the legislature for not fully funding or, or adequately funding um, services like the highway patrol and that is the issue because when you don't but and also they had they are having a problem hiring people too I mean there are vacancies yeah. available right now for law enforcement in South Carolina whether you're talking about the the county sheriff's offices or whether you're talking about the highway patrol when you said I'm curious when you say you when you're driving to Anderson you see it are the, is um are you seeing highway patrol troopers pulling people? Or are you seeing I local see, police? I see both. I see, see both? highway patrol okay. and I see the county sheriff's office. I see, I've seen the Greenville County Sheriff's Office and the Anderson County Sheriff's Office uh, make stops on the highway there on 85, at least the area that I'm going on. And you know it's not every day, but often, uh, particularly in Greenville County, I see the Greenville County Sheriff's Office out there a lot. And and there's always state transport police that have got somebody pulled over, and that's that's something completely different. They're pulling over truckers for for various reasons. Um, some of which may be revenue. I don't know. But anyway, uh, but but I but I do see some out there. And I, I've also seen that very cool. Speaking of Mustangs, I've seen that very cool South Carolina Highway Patrol Mustang that, that is in the area. I think there's one here and there's one down in the lower part of the state where they they have that as a uh, pursuit vehicle. Um, and I've seen that several times having folks pulled over. Um, yeah, I haven't seen I just I'm always glad when I see them. I'm yeah. with them. Thank you. Please pull somebody over so they don't kill me. Um, yeah, just a crazy place to drive. So again, we're making the top of another deadly list. Yeah. Be careful. And, and that's per and, capita, by the way. Yeah. And it was for the most fatalities yeah. involving high speed. High speed. Yeah. So speed will kill you. It's not yeah. good. Um, okay. So today is a monumentous day too, because we have the mainstream media admitting for the first time, Bloomberg, Hey, yeah. Like the shot, it does cause 12 different physical problems, neurological problems, blood clots, myocarditis they say slight increase um which is the beginning of the walk back because yeah. before you could not say that oh, yeah. i mean remember what it was like you oh, oh yeah. my you, god you you you, you were banned from social media oh you were you were done um you were not allowed to say it you were not allowed to admit it that was a conspiracy theory couldn't do it so for bloomberg to come out and admit this this morning is a big deal um when they say slight increases uh what is what is slight well if you want to know what that actually is slight ain't so slight when you go look at it in the UK Daily Mail, vaccine study yet find uh, largest COVID vaccine study yet finds up to three times greater risk. COVID vaccines been linked to um, increases in heart, blood, and neurological disorders. And I mean, like if you just look at this, 
Swelling of brain and spinal cord, 3.75 times, like higher, three times higher. That is, that is, that's not small. Blood clots, 3.23 times higher. Myocarditis, 2.78 times higher. You keep getting the shot, it goes up. Uh, myocarditis, Moderna, second dose, you're at six times higher, um, you know, risk of myocarditis. So this is the beginning of the walk back by the mainstream media. Bloomberg has covered this. It was unthinkable to speak it. Um, just even, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and let me tell you, this is how it's going to start. And then they're saying, well, it, it was actually not slight. It was moderate. And then, then we're going to get to, then we're going to get to real truth. We're going to get to this thing. Um, but to see it today, it's just, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it after all of it. I can remember coming on the air and being very afraid that oh, I was yeah. going to get in trouble for telling you what virologists were saying um, on places like Rumble. They were begging people not to sh take the shot. They were begging, especially young men, not to take the shot. They were begging people not to give their kids the shot. They were telling you all of these things would happen. Blood clots, all of it. They were interviewing coroners who were pulling blood clots out like they'd never seen before. Um, and But you weren't allowed to speak it. And, and I can remember having fear. Well, here it is in Bloomberg. They will lie to you until they can't lie anymore. I want to read this. Texture rates tear up. My son has myocarditis from the shot. He is 22 and a chef, and they made him get the shot if he wanted to keep his job. After the second shot, he started having a hard time breathing and thought he had COVID, ended up in the ER, and they said the lining around his heart was inflamed, and he had too much fluid around his heart. Perfectly healthy young man, now on a slew of meds to help with the damage. Pisses me off. Uh, no vax for me or anyone in my family, especially my son, uh, after this. Here's another one. Texter writes, husband's employer mandated shot. We fortunately could afford a lawyer. And at the time, it was hard to find one. And he was able to keep his job. Others were not so fortunate. It was very random, dreadful experience. We'll never forget. These are people who never had a voice before. They didn't have a voice before. The doctors wouldn't believe them. No one would believe them. Here's another one. Uh, brother had two blood clots. Uh, on his brain right now and one under his clavicle first doctor asked him if he'd been boosted that um let's see blah, 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 blah. okay expensive eloquence by pfizer for the rest of his life hmm. um i have a doctor friend of mine who they were doing surgery on a woman who had shot damage and he she said she said to him kind of timidly like hey yeah i, I think this is from the shot and he said yeah it's probably from the shot and every other doctor she'd been to had denied it and made her feel like a fool. And finally to have a doctor say, yeah, yeah, to just acknowledge it, she broke down crying. I'll never forget that story. And then I had her surgery. So, um, you know, if you want to arm yourself with this and take it to the doctor, show that doctor who told you it was safe. Because they, they more than anyone need to learn when the CDC says something, odds are now they have proven they are proven liars. They need to do their own research. They need to stop believing the CDC. They need to be very cautious and do their own research, uh, or they could potentially harm their patients. Not meaning to, but you know, the age of we can trust the government to tell us the truth about whether shots are dangerous, that's over.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Just as I said it would, I predicted this. I always take credit when I do that, so you'll believe me in the future. Predicted the Democrats would attempt to wreck Trump financially. And explain he doesn't have the money that a lot of people think he does. He might be worth $2.6 billion, but most of it's not in cash. And I've been doing the math for weeks. I said we would see a $400 million judgment because... Of the math. What is the math? Well, according to Bloomberg Billionaires Index, but also according to statements that Trump had to submit to the court, they knew he had roughly 500 to $550 million in cash. The Democrats know they need to tie that up so he can't self-fund his campaign. So they made sure uh, that the financial awards or fines, in this case, the fraud case, would total just at $550 million dollars. And they actually come to 560. What you know? What are the odds? So that's the $80 million Gene Carroll fake rate verdict and this um, fraud verdict. What does this do? This ties up his net worth. Ties up his net worth. So here's um, there this. I mean, so now this has resulted in this headline. Here's how Trump could dump his entire. New York Empire to pay his $355 million civil fraud ruling. Okay, because of the interest with it, it's actually $450 million. So um, he's got to put basically what is a bond down on it or they'll go ahead and take it. He'll he'll be broke, cash broke. He can't run his businesses because they've installed a miner, like a minder inside his businesses. So the speculation this morning is he's going to have to start selling this stuff. They've broken him financially. He has to come up with the money, put the money down to keep them from taking the money so he can appeal. He, you know, they're saying he has a decent chance of winning on appeal. It is the New York system, though. It's really basically a Soviet-style system. He's got to pray that, honestly, that the Supreme Court steps in. Um, But that means he probably is going to have to sell some of these properties. That's how badly they've broken him. And it's outrageous. This law has never been used in this way before. And it's normally used against those who actually commit fraud, like um, they sell a product that hurts you or they're promising you a college degree if you send them $1,500, but then they never send you a college degree. 
And the law is, is to be used to shut down those businesses and, you know, capture money from the company so it can be doled out to the victims. There are no victims here. None. Here's liberal law professor Jonathan Turley. There's not a single dollar lost by these victims. In fact, the people that James calls the victims actually wanted to do more business with Donald Trump. They said they made a lot of money and they viewed him as a whale client. They wanted more loans with him. Absolutely. So Weisenberg, I think, nails this. Don't screw with the Uniparty. And it's not just political candidates, though they're the most in danger. Any really, truly, radically conservative candidate is, is in great, great danger by this kind of activity. All you need is uh, a, a biased, result-oriented judge and a DA who actually runs on uh, indicting you. But really... Anybody is at risk, any business that runs afoul of the progressive orthodoxy, it can be on any of the hot button social issues. So I think it's going to have a real effect. It's real, should be very embarrassing to the state of New York. And again, I can't emphasize it enough. She ran on a platform of getting Trump and then oversaw the case. Totally improper in my view. Now, lest you think this is just a get Trump thing. Let me take you back to the IRS versus anyone who donated to the Tea Party, became an officer in a Tea Party group, or filed a Tea Party charter application with the IRS. They decided they would audit every single one of them. And they did. They did a third of the people before they were stopped by public opinion and congressional investigation. One third. I actually know a guy who lives in Florida, Andy, who's probably listening right now. Uh, he got audited for the mistake of donating to the Tea Party. cost him $100,000 defending it. And she, it was just pure punishment. That's all it was. And that's not speculation. A federal court sided with the victims, found they were victims, and awarded them damages. So the idea that they're not going to do this to anyone who has wrong think in blue states, I'm sorry, they are. They absolutely are. And Kathy Hochul, the governor, knows how bad this looks, okay? She knows people are going to run for their lives, that they are going to flee the state. There's going to be a rash of high-dollar people fleeing the state in, quite frankly, terror uh, that the left is going to come after them for wrong think. Um, and when you see articles like this, Kevin O'Leary, who's an investor, he's also a Shark Tank, so he's you know pretty famous media personality, calling this appalling, un-American. He says, the fact that he was found guilty, you might as well find every real estate developer on earth guilty. He said in an interview with the New York Post, he says he's never going to invest in, in New York again. No one else should either. He says, um, I don't understand where someone got hurt. What developer doesn't ask for the highest price valued for any building they built? And again, remember, Deutsche Bank testified that they were not a victim and that they wanted to do more business with Trump. They didn't lose any money. The loan was repaid on time. O'Leary cautioned against lasting repercussions this ruling might have on American business. If this judgment sticks, every developer must be jailed. They must be found guilty. They must be put out of business. You can't do this to one another. It's not about Trump. Okay, understand what he's saying here. Oh, he says New York is a loser state. He says you have no idea the shockwave this sent through the real estate industry. It's insane, he says. Okay, the governor, Kathy Hochul, knows this she knows that people can see oh my gosh i wrote a big check to trump am i am i going to prison i wrote a big check to trump is 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 the new york state tax people coming after me i mean there's fear and there should be fear she actually had to come out as governor and say no we're just doing this to trump 
So leave your business here. We won't persecute you, just him. I think that this is really uh, an extraordinarily unusual circumstance that the law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because uh, they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. Yeah, what well, was his behavior? And that's wink, wink, nod, nod. What she's trying to say, his behavior was he challenged us. And you don't challenge Democrats. You don't do that. Not in the Soviet-style system we are building. I want to play this for you because it's so shocking. This is Letitia James, the prosecutor, okay? Now, she campaigned, as Jonathan Turley, liberal law professor, pointed out, She her only plank in her campaign was she was going to get Trump. Not because he had committed some kind of crime and we needed justice. But, well, I'll let her explain why. By the way, this is her on the campaign trail, 2017-2018. She's running for attorney general and she's running on destroying him as punishment for daring to question the Democrats. Listen to this. That's her campaign stuff. We've never seen anything like this in America. I'm going to tell you what this means coming up. I don't. Know, I think anybody will have put it quite this way. And how the whole thing ties to Nikki Haley and how you have a chance, unique to South Carolina, to have a say in it, especially if this makes you mad. Have you noticed where everyone's coming all of a sudden? Change of plans. Yeah, this was in the Greenville News the other day. Change of plans. Fox News pivots Donald Trump, Laura Ingram Town Hall from Spartanburg to Greenville. Nikki Haley's coming into town. She's going to make some kind of uh, big announcement or big speech at noon. So Greenville is where it's at. Trump knows that, you know, upstate Greenville, where it's at. Trump knows that. Haley knows that. Um, And it's, I think, because we have the only real news flash talk radio in the state. We do. We have the most informed uh, listeners, and they know a lot about Nikki Haley. I know that she is not what she says she is. I'm going to back up for a minute and explain something what's going on here. Nikki Haley was on television over the weekend saying something incredible. We've never seen this before, okay? Ron DeSantis was a normal Republican candidate in that he's actually a Republican, okay? Not a Democrat like Nikki Hicks. She is, she's Democrat. She's Democrat-controlled, Democrat-owned. She's running on their money. Ron DeSantis came in second in Iowa. Haley came in third. Ron DeSantis had to drop out, but Haley didn't. Why is that? Because when DeSantis came in second, it was very clear he couldn't beat Trump. So his donations dried up. Why? They were from Republicans. 
Nikki's didn't. Why? She came in third. She's not like any other candidate we've ever seen. They are literally the Democrats are running her in her in their primary. It's she's not a liberal Republican. We've seen that before. Like when she supported Mitt Romney um, and helped him pull past Newt Gingrich in this state. That's a liberal Republican. Nikki Haley is something different. She's running on their money. And she said over the weekend, she's going straight through Super Tuesday. And the media reported they've already done a ton of ad buys for her March 5th. Why would they do that if Ron DeSantis, why did Ron DeSantis have drawback? Because, again, he is a Republican. Republican money dries up when you can't beat the Republican frontrunner of Donald Trump, right? Hers isn't drying up. Why? Why is her money not drying up? When she can't beat him, she's not going to beat him here in South Carolina. She's no hope of beating him. Except by lawfare. She is their lawfare replacement. They've already assessed, hey, we're going to get, we're going to make a convicted felon out of Trump. So we're just going to go ahead and choose who your nominee is. And she is that. She is the Trojan horse. I told you this over a year ago on the Battleground podcast. It would either be her or Tim Scott. When I told you this, they hadn't even filed yet. And then I knew. I already knew. I know who they are. I know their backgrounds. I know who their funding base is. That's all I had to know. The reason she has money, and they've already bought ads for her for Super Tuesday, which is the first week of March, is why. They are trying to shove their Trojan horse uh, right up our collective keisters here in South Carolina. That's who she is. And this is why when she was asked, are you going to support Trump? Are you going to endorse him if he's the nominee? She wouldn't answer why. She is counting on Democrats to support her in our state's primary and get her over the hump. I'm not stopping. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to do this for the long haul and we're going to finish it. Does that mean you will not support him if he's the Republican nominee? That means I'm going to run and I'm going to win. And y'all can talk about support later. Right now you can ask him if he's going to support me. When okay, I'm whatever. Nominee. She can't say she's going to support him because those Democrats might not turn out. Um, Chris Nunu, who is the governor of very liberal governor of New Hampshire who endorsed her, went and did a local radio interview in which he let the cat out of the bag. He was super excited. He said, listen, a lot of Democrats have voted here in New Hampshire, but South Carolina's primary is even easier for Democrats to vote in. He said he expected a much bigger Democrat turnout. That's her base. That's what she's counting on. That's what she's counting on. Now, if you watched him get financially devastated, as I explained in the last segment, the amount of the judgments and fines here between the Gene Carroll case and the Trump fraud case are almost exactly his cash net worth, what he has in cash. It's about $560 million, right? About 540, roughly. Okay, the, the reason for that is they want to make sure he can't self-fund. Who paid for the Gene Carroll rape accusation lawsuit? Who was that? It was Reed Hoffman, liberal billionaire who never until now has donated to a Republican, but he's backing Nikki Haley. Weird, right? But he also funded the Gene Carroll lawsuit to what? tie up Trump's money and break him financially so he can't self-fund this campaign. See how this works? They're all in it together. Nikki figures you don't know. So, what do we need to do here? You need to go vote. And I'm making it easy. You can either vote on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, which is the 24th. Don't forget, vote on Saturday. Or you can go early vote this week. You can early vote today, tomorrow, and Thursday. Um, they're shutting it down Friday to prepare for Saturday. But today, tomorrow, and Thursday, or you can vote Saturday. So text keyword vote, and we'll send you a link. It'll go right there. 
keyword vote to 71307 and, and it, you can look up where you can early vote in the upstate. Here's what we're doing, okay? This is really important. If you are mad about the way they just broke Trump in New York, if you are mad at the things that they are doing, understand the same exact people behind that, literally financially, are the ones backing Nikki Haley, including Reid Hoffman. Send them a message. They are not shoving their Trojan horse down our throats. And that is Nikki Haley. We got to keep her below 43% in the state. Because she got 43% in New Hampshire. Folks, they spent so much money on her in New Hampshire for the first time ever in recorded history. Never happened before. More of the voters in the Republican primary were not Republicans in New Hampshire than were. They're going to do it here. I don't think she's going to win here. But what they're trying to do is build the argument. Hey, she's gaining. She's doing even better than New Hampshire. Hey, she got 43% New Hampshire, but now she's got 45. Now she's got 46. Yes, Trump won. But look, she's the heir apparent. You got to hand the party to her. Us. I mean, her. Yeah. Yeah. Hand the party to Reed Hoffman, liberal billionaire. See how that goes for us. The same guy that backed the suit against Trump that's breaking him financially. It's all connected. But you have a unique opportunity because that probably makes you pretty mad. It makes me really mad. What you need to do is go out and vote for Trump. Send him a message in South Carolina. We see right through you. We see what you're doing. And she is not doing as well here as she did in New, in New Hampshire. She's going backwards. We're going to throw her in reverse. See, she doesn't even have to give an update speech at noon for what's going on with their campaign because I just did. That's what's going on with their campaign. So text keyword vote. To the Card Pro text line, 71307, and I will send you the early voting information where you can go to early vote or go vote on Saturday. But if this makes you mad, like, ooh, this is a good way to get it out. Tell them, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. You're not running circles around us here in South Carolina. You're not running circles around us with your Democrat infiltrated primary and your Reed Hoffman liberal billionaire back Nikki Haley. No, we see right through you. And we're voting for Trump. We're going to stand with Trump. The idea here is not just that Trump wins, but we vanquish her in this state. We humiliate her in this state for what she has done, taking their money like she has, letting Hillary Clinton's fundraiser, Jamie Dimon, yes, her Wall Street fundraiser, Democrat, self-proclaimed Democrat, raising money for Nikki Haley, Larry Fink, head of the World Economic Forum, head of BlackRock, raising money for her. Why? They're Democrats, and so is she. All right, here's an idea for exercising. And you know what? I'm always into this too. Headline, Wall Street Journal, the slow and low exercise elite athletes swear by. They call it low intensity zone two. A lot of people feel like, all right, I'm going to exercise now. So I got to go sweat. It's going to be really miserable and you hate it. And you do it three times and then you're done. Well, they're actually saying zone two exercises are the most effective. You get the most benefits. How can you do tell if you're doing low intensity zone two? Um, well, zone one, you can carry on a conversation. No problem. You're not out of breath. Zone two, um, you have to, you can speak sentences, but you have to punctuate after a couple with. <sighs> zone three, you can't finish a sentence without going <gasps> and taking a breath. If you're talking to a friend in zone four, you can't talk at all. So they're saying actually zone two, which is about what I do every day. Um, are the best intensity 
um, workouts um, in terms of getting the most bang for your buck. So kind of keeping that in mind. So what do I tell you time? I mean, you can get that power walking. A power walk is um, one of my favorite times of the day. And I make it about me and I watch what I want to watch and I enjoy it. I know that's going to be my downtime for the day. And I make that treadmill like so I can't wait to get on it. And, and I do it every day and I hate to miss it. And boy, does it make a difference. It's like brushing your teeth. You know how nasty your teeth feel if you don't brush them? Like you miss a few hours when you normally would have brushed your teeth. Okay, you start Once you start exercising, you can feel in your body how unhealthy it is when you even go a day without it. You just I start to feel twitchy and yeah, it's it's not it's not right. So um, anyway, the point there being don't feel like you got to like become a distance runner. It doesn't count. A lot of America, we're, we're so extreme in everything we do. You don't you don't have to just just get up there, get moving, but get moving fast enough that you have to, you know, if you're having a conversation. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's not hard. I power walk about an hour a day, but you know what? A half an hour will get you there. I just, I just like doing it. All right. Meantime, want to just side note on this whole thing we're seeing with Trump. He is going, they set this, a lot of this got lost in his huge judgment that is going to end up being about $450 million for him, which is most of his cash net worth. You know that his felony trial starts in New York on the 25th of March. That was announced on Thursday. 34 felonies. Who is bringing these charges? Alvin Bragg. Who is Alvin Bragg? A lot of people have made the mistake of thinking he's the AG of New York, the attorney general. He's not. He is a county attorney. He's the county attorney for New York County. What the Democrats are telegraphing here, we can drag you in. We can, a county attorney can always be found to drag you in. Think about this for a minute. Suppose Ron DeSantis gets the crazy idea in his head he's going to run in 28. Well, we can do this to him. Oh, yeah, Florida might be real red, but there's several blue counties with, guess what? County attorneys who are what? Democrats. Charge can always be found. Every one of these charges that he is facing are ridiculous. In other words, they are unprecedented. The law has never been used in this way. That is how they have to twist it. And so what the Democrats are saying here is you can run against us, but you're going to end up broke. And a blue county, even in the reddest of states like Florida, which DeSantis won by 20 points, a blue prosecutor can be found to wreck your life with fake lawfare. So you know what? Just don't run. Just don't do it. You're going to end up broke and probably in prison, 34 felonies. That is the brilliance of this strategy. And then they're coming at Trump with a triple redundant system. Federal charges, state charges, and county charges. In other words, they're saying there's nowhere you can hide. Not even in the reddest of states. You run against us, we will wreck you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 